Welcome to episode 62 of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, YouTube, and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod and family premiering November 4th. Catch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. You can visit our website at www.thatswhatimsayingpodcast.com to find out more. So I'm Sean. I'm Nye. Hello, all. Hey, Nye. So what are we calling this episode? <laughs> if you eat sausage, does it mean you like pork? Good question. <laughs> Better ask Tank. All right. So. <laughs> What what would Tank do? Okay, get into this ratchet minute. Uh, by now, I'm sure everybody has heard about the singer Tank saying that basically sucking dick doesn't make you gay. So he appeared on the podcast Lip Service to promote his new album, Elevation. Hmm, um, how timely. And he said that just because a man sucked dick before doesn't mean he's gay. So he was basically answering a question from Angela Yee, who was the host. Um, who was kind of saying that, you know, if a man has lied before, doesn't that make him a liar? Um, and she was basically trying to say that if a man lies once, he's a liar all the time in a way that sucking dick once makes you gay. Um, and then, you know, of course, Tank had to weigh in on the analogy and he says, well, you know, sucking dick once is like, then he's like, well, quote unquote. I'm not sure if I liked it or not. I don't know if he's talking about himself or someone else, but basically um, he said, so let me try it again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. The singer says it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice because the art of being gay is being gay. End quote. Girl, I'm confused and I'm frustrated. He's confused, actually. (laughs) He's, I think we we all understand. He's the one that's confused because you, you don't just be okay. Let me back. Yes. So I gotta Breath. get my thoughts together. So because the sucking dick, the only thing. Okay, what am I? Hold on. <laughs> I gotta get my thoughts together. So, um, it, just sucking dick doesn't make you gay. There's so many other things that make you gay, and it's just not sucking dick. But even you considering putting another man's penis in your mouth, I think there is some sort of sexual attraction there. And that part makes you gay. I have friends, I have a gay, a good gay friend, guy friend, who doesn't like to suck dick. He doesn't like to do anal or give anal. He doesn't even like sex, honestly. He said, I rarely even have sex. He has a boyfriend, but he's gay. It's the whole sexual attraction. It's not the act, it's the attraction. the act is a part of it, but it's the, the whole attraction to the same sex that makes you gay. I agree. Now, what do you think about, because, you know, I've this man, let me get my thoughts together, because I'm just like, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Tank. And, you know, I, I gave him somewhat of a pass, like, okay, you know, because I know he's a, he is a, a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community. And he actually performed, I think a couple of years ago at like a gay pride parade. And I'm like, you know, get that money. That's great. You, you know, I have no problem with that at all. As far as the support, you know, and I think it was like black gay pride week in DC girl, you know, you know, that was fire. But, um, 
So I know he was, you know, he's a supporter of that. I know he's married with kids. And you know how I don't, I'm not crazy about R&B, but I loved his last couple of albums. Like, you know, I like music when, when the time is right. So there's like baby making without the baby music for me. So I'm just like, I'm such a fan of Tank, but I was very confused um, by his sentiments because that to me is, that's the epitome of the DL brother. Which is fine. Like, live your life, live your truth, but live your truth. So if you out here sucking dick and you got a dick, that makes you gay. I don't know how you cut that. I don't know how you, I don't know how to get around that. I think for a man that is 100% straight, he is not even going to entertain the thought of putting another man's penis in his mouth. That's just not even part of the equation. It's not a question. It's not even talk. Like, that's not even a part of a heterosexual man. That if you are considering that you are on the spectrum <laughs> of that lifestyle, I don't know how involved you are in it. I, you know, that's up. That's to be determined whether you strictly like men or you like to dibble and dabble. But that means you are on the spectrum for you for you to even consider doing it, and then to follow through with the act. Just because you don't you don't like sucking dick, a lot of women don't like sucking dick, but they still like men. They still strange. You. you know, so um, thank. Come again. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm so, like, I'm so confused. And then, you know, so we had the topic of conversation was the double standard between women and men. Like, I, you know, I know there are plenty of women who have dipped in the lady pond. I've not been one of them. I've been, I, I've not been one of them, but I, you know what, sis, live your life, do what you want to do. But is it different for females who have, dipped in the lady pond as opposed to males because i i mean honestly i do believe there's a double standard it's like once you once you take a dick or put a dick in your mouth and you got a dick there's no turning back for women i think it's a little different you can you know y'all rub carpets and you know still move on about your day i think it really is it there is a double standard and the reason why there is a double standard is because you know i think uh, there's a fantasy that men have with two women and so yeah. that's what makes it a double standard. Most women, no, no woman that I know, <laughs> fantasizes <laughs> with ha seeing two guys have sex. Like we, <laughs> that's not something that we talk about or that we even imagine or that we even want to see. It's so almost that's it's, it's it almost like an impossibility. Like how? <laughs> and also because because of that fantasy of two women together with that man. But it's it's not just two women. It's two uh, feminine women. Now, these men don't want to see two butch women going at it. They want to see two beautiful women. You know what I mean? So it, it definitely is a double standard. It absolutely is. Absolutely. Is. I'm just, but man. I'm just to see, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure Tang has some skeletons in his closet. <laughs> I wonder what his wife thinks about this comment. If she thinks the dude is gay, if they suck dick. <laughs> I would love to hear. Because, you know, funny enough, what... I think what we've been hearing is that a lot of men think this way. Like there's a period of time in their lives when they're, and I'm just, I'm just going off of what seems to be the sentiment here is a lot of men do think this way that <laughs> what I guess taking or getting a, a dick suck every now and then, or, you know, one or two does not make you gay. I don't know these men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this man is. 
I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> I do not know who these men are. I don't. I'm sorry for him. I don't know. Sorry to this man. <laughs> I can't. I just, I'm, I'm just, whew. I mean, live your truth. And I don't know if this is like to boost record sales because I sure will buy the album. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I'll download it. I, I like Tank a lot. I'm just like you, you are spreading rumors here. False <laughs> truth. I don't believe you. You absolutely need more people for this because nobody <laughs> in the room believes you at all. <laughs> What like a two dick mic a two dick maximum and this <laughs> you did it once let me let me try it again and see if I like do it again it. and see mm -mm. nah I mean, just call it call it for what it is please that's that's why this show is called when you eat sausage bitch you like pork <laughs> absolutely like pork <laughs> there is no way around it. <laughs> oh my gosh okay okay tank yeah i mean definitely we, we don't believe you You need more people <laughs> okay all right uh well you know what they say everybody is a little gay i guess okay <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you <laughs> more people. <laughs> oh man what Three after three dicks. Oh yeah, <laughs> right now, first two you get a pass. The first dick don't make you gay. The second dick, uh, the third dick, you gay, nigga, you gay. The second dick is the determining factor. <laughs> and, all right, all right, moving on, moving on. Where where are we? <laughs> all right, so we had the woke minute. Okie dokie. All right, all right. You got all your right. kids. Let's talk about this. Really, really quickly. So Shaquille O'Neal, um, he, he wants to bring Papa John's to every HBCU campus. Um, he's partnered up with Miles College. Um, it's a liberal arts college in Alabama. And he wants to launch an initiative that brings Papa John's to every HBCU. Um, he actually joined the board of directors uh, last year after the owner, uh, Shatner, what's his name, John Shatner? Uh, mm -hmm. He stepped down because of uh, some of the racial and sensitive things that he he was doing. Um, he he criticized um, Colin Kaepernick for kneeling. Um, he said the N word on one of the conference calls. Um, so they they uh, forced him to resign. And so in in the interim of that, that's when uh, Shaquille O'Neal became part of the board of directors. So my question is, you know, we're in a whole cancel culture. And I know before, once this whole thing was going on with Papa John, um, with the uh, the owner, everyone was like, I'm not going to eat Papa John's, cancel Papa John's. You know, we cancel everybody every at least once a week. So now that Shaquille O'Neal is on a board of directors and he's using his platform to bring this to campus, are we still are we still canceling Papa John's? How do we feel about that? Mm, I don't know. This, is, this is very interesting. Um because my question would become, first of all, I don't like Papa John, so it don't make me know, never mind. But um, at the same time, I'm curious to know if the deal where Shatner um, agreed to resign would keep all of his stock options and some sort of control over the company. So basically, 
did they install Shaq as a puppet or is there, has there been a total change of, of the guard um, with, with Shaq now on the board of directors? That would be my question. So in and other you, words, you know, did they, did they puppetize um, Shaq in this role? And you know, that's, that's an excellent question um, because with deals like that, they may have, um, you know, this, this, this uh, industry, it's it's so easy to like um, to bury like ownership. So they may have like on the surface, um, you know, taken his stock away or whatever they do. But we never know. Like underneath, does he still have access to it? Is it in someone else's name? Is it in a trust that we can't link back to him? You know what I mean? So exactly. it's hard to say. Exactly. And especially because he resigned, which is different than when the board of directors gets together and votes you off of the board or you are you are fired um, from your position. That that didn't happen to him. So he resigned. That was that's a voluntary act. And a lot of times you keep everything that's, uh, you know, according to your agreement or whatever arrangement that you have. So I'm I'm more leaning towards that. That is what happened. Um you know, it doesn't seem like, you know, it said, you know, Shaq made like less than $10 million um, in in this whole installation, which, you know, according to, to Shaq, was probably not a lot of money um, to him. So what would be the benefit? Um, you know, what would be the benefit to Shaq? I mean, I don't I don't think it was for the, you know, necessarily for the money, Um I don't know, you know, I don't know. But I, like I said, I'm leaning towards this is just a kind of a, a maneuver um, to save face for Papa John's and, you know, continue to get that NFL money and put, you know, a prominent black face that, you know, we know and love Shaquille O'Neal um, and install him into this into this position so he can be sort of like the puppet um, with Shatner still pulling the strings. That's my opinion. And we can, and they can still get these coins from these black kids. Because mm-hmm. even even though Papa John is not my favorite, um, Papa John's used to be very close to Morgan State campus, and they used to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Same at Rutgers, I remember that Papa John's, <laughs> and it was a lot for five dollars in your face. Yeah, it was a lot cheaper than Domino's and Pizza Hut. It was it was mm-hmm. it fit right into a college student's budget. Yeah, I would be very interested in finding out the the paper trail behind this because now that now, okay, so the other revelation is now they're installing it on all the HBCU campuses and trying to get that, trying to get them black dollars back. Now I'm I'm I definitely want a, a full disclosure, which technically they do have they have to do. You know they do have to report that. So I I want to know more about this resignation and um, what's Shatner's responsibilities and obligations and how does he benefit from this definitely uh would want to know that yeah yeah um interesting yeah very interesting Shaq very interesting mm-hmm. all right well we'll be following moving on okay so here's the favorite part of the show for me the weekend because <laughs> I used to be scared of the dick not no more though all right so because Tank is throwing lips to the shit man <laughs> <laughs> Handle it like a real bitch. <laughs> That's so terrible, man. Okay, all right. So let me get into this weekend D. I'm I'm gonna have to paraphrase it because it's it's very long. It's very lengthy. So one of our 
um, one of our listeners who um, said that she loves the show. We want to thank her so much, but we're going to, we're going to have to give it to her straight. So let me see if I can, I can paraphrase this uh, as much as I can. So um, she says, we've been married for two years. We've been together for five. She, so she said, on the first six months of our marriage, I found out he was on Instagram liking and commenting on random women's sexy pictures. They weren't celebrities or real models. They were local models, if you know what I mean, and women that he had met on Plenty of Fish. So she tells him to take take it down. She said he stopped the Instagram. He'd take down his, his POF profile. So she says, so fast forward to two years ago, I found out he had a secret Instagram. Instagram and a Snapchat that I didn't know about where he would meet local women on there. He hooked up with them at cheap hotels. She said, so one of them contacted me probably to like ruin his whole life is, you know, how they usually do. And she said she had undeniable evidence. So she said, we don't have kids. I moved out that very day. He came home to an empty house, but instead of divorcing him, I stupidly took him back six months later. So she says, fast forward to present time. She said, I found out he has been emailing models on Instagram again, this time taking it up uh, up a notch and booking them for sex. She said, the worst part is that he's been doing this the whole time they've been together. This was right after my brother, who was very close to me, passed away. And while I was in mourning during Thanksgiving weekend, he made a quick stop to a cheap motel to fuck some Instagram model for 30 minutes with protection out of respect for me. Gee, thanks. She said, the other shitty part He was doing all this messaging through his account on our business email with the company name in the dot com, the business that I primarily built and put my work into. He was telling women that he basically built it all himself. He then escalated it and asked, was asking these women to name a price and he'll make it happen. So he said when one of them said no, he said, I will give you 20 minutes of your time for two thousand dollars. This one woman was a smart one. She did her research. She Googled our business name, found my face, found who I was, and basically told me about his whole setup. So she said, I feel like the stupid wife. I have it splattered across my forehead. I looked at his emails. This nigga still sending emails. But anyway, I looked at his emails and I have confirmations of all his hookups with at least um, two or three women where he paid them between $600 and $900 each to play with his tongue, um, play with her tongue, which means uh, blowjobs. So he even did, he had cash only upon her request, security deposits, which were required to book. He gave, uh, ooh, um, some of these emails, he talked about doing PIV. I don't know what that is. You know what that is? No, I've never heard of that. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Something about uh, rubbing, fingering, like he had prices for all of these acts. So (sighs) she said she confronted him. I told him I saw the emails. He denied it. He said, you're crazier than I thought. And he told me he didn't want to be in business anymore, that I'm a crazy, jealous person, and that he was just going to run the business like it was his own, which is what he was telling these women, that he basically was running the business. So she said, it's the same cycle as the past. I've caught him. Um, or I was told that he was cheating. He does gaslighting, later apologizing, saying he's changed, begging me to take him back. He tells me it's not me. Uh, we have a great sex life and that everything and the and I'm the I'm I am everything and the only thing that he wants. He has now recommitted and told me that those women don't mean anything, that he's gonna seek help and he wants me to take him back. What should I do? Girl, this sounds like my ex-husband. Girl. 
Sometimes I, I'm like, is, do you really have to ask these questions? This is what, yes. I, I think she has, she has pretty much spelled it out. The writing is so on the wall. I think she has done her own uh, uh, emotional therapy. But, you know, sometimes you need to hear it from uh, a, another another person. And, and we're here to tell you, girl. Pack your feet and go. Absolutely. Already, already done. This is already done. So this reminds me so much of my ex-husband. This is, it's like, it's like textbook, you know, and they have a way, it's that narcissistic personality that has a way of, you know, they feel like they deserve all of these things. They go out here, um, you know, they paint this picture, they, they get all these women, um, and then, it, you know, then they come crying back to you. It's, it, it is a cycle. She said it herself. It's the same cycle in the past. I've caught him. Uh, I've been told he was cheating. The writing is on the wall. I don't care if this man says that he's going to get help. Let him get help. Let him get help on his own. Um, I don't, you know, and I'm, I'm more liberal. Not that, you know, I believe in cheating. I believe in, like, open relationships. But I'm not the, you know, I, I'm not the one and done you know, cheating is not necessarily the end of a relationship, but it's what happens afterward, after, you know, the cheating comes out, that is a determinant factor. So in my mind is, this has been a repetitive thing with him. You know, this has been too, di- too many dicks, uh, if, as, as Tank would do. <laughs> like, once you have opened yourself up to this level of, of cheating, which is very deceitful, um, it's, it's like a point of no return. You can't come back from this. I don't, you know, and I believe in healing and all of that, but y'all got to heal separately and go your separate ways and let him learn his lesson. And you, my dear heart, deserve so much more. Let him lose you, honestly. And you will find so much more happiness on the other side once you understand that you deserve more. I, I, I can't say it enough, girl. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I don't even, I don't even, th- I think that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> what should I do? Uh, because you, you already know. And, it, and this is, this is beyond cheating. This sounds like a sexual addiction, actually. Um, you know, I had a, one of my good, good girlfriends. She uh, met this guy online and they had been dating for a couple of years. He proposed to her. They lived in separate cities and, you know, she would visit him. Um, but that type of long distance relationship, you don't really see everything that's going on, but she said, you know, once it got closer to the wedding date, um, she found out that he was getting women off a of back page, which Ooh. is, um, I don't know if it still exists, I, but it, I think they even took that down. Yeah. It, it, it was a part of Craigslist where prostitutes would promote their services and men would book them. Um, it was said to be, a um, a safer um, way of um, of, uh, of of these women, uh, you know, getting clients um, in the sex industry. So, but she found out about it, and you know, immediately, immediately, she was like, "This is off. This is absolutely off." Um, because to, for me, I think it's 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 a different level of cheating. I think there's some sort of addiction here, some sort of mental um, something going on. Because you know, t- to to meet someone and to cheat with them or whatever, but to go out and like doing this on a continual basis like this is a habit it's um 
you know, it's 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 an egregious act, you know, and who knows how many women he's actually been with. And to make a pit stop to go fuck somebody and then go meet with you, yeah. <laughs> you know, while you're trying to bury your your brother. This is this is an addiction. It it absolutely is an addiction. So, you know, who knows, you know, what has happened to him has caused him that kind of trauma to, to exactly. Um, to do I- this. Uh, but there's that's absolutely something there, and there's and it's absolutely you should get away from this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have that's word you said trauma because that's exactly what it is. And you know yeah. this is when you have to heal your inner child and and mm-hmm. get to your um you know this there's some there's some spirit work that needs to be done. I mean all of that and and you know full transparency. I've lived through this. Like my ex husband was diagnosed with a sexual addiction and you know people laugh and you know it's, it's kind of like what i mean are we all addicted to sex at some level but it's it truly is a sickness where you know and i'm not making excuses because it, it it can be controlled but it's it's that lack of self-control that's so off the chain that there's nothing you're going to be able to do sis to to reel this back in you know and that is you you got to find the level of respect for yourself to move on. He this man does not love you. I don't care how many times he says it. I don't care what he, you know, the gifts and uh, how he comes crying back and the real tears and all of that. This is not love. You need to figure out how you want to be loved and seek that in your life. Not not this. This is this ain't that. I'm telling you. So, um person, you know, a person, think, a person mm-hmm. who, who's doing all that he's doing, he may love her in a way that he can only that that you know, you know, he may love her in his own way. It's not the love that she needs or deserves. So, and and there's a big difference. Um, and that's something I had to kind of come to terms with too in different relationships. You know, the person may have loved me in the way that they could, but it's not the love that I need. So, right. but he, there's a lot of healing he needs to do. He really needs to to get into, you know, what's causing him to do these things. Um, and you need to get the fuck away. There you go. Mm-hmm. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Y'all ain't got no kids. Bye. You did it before. Just uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, but sis knows, and I think I, 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 in her heart of hearts, she knows this. You know, and it just sounds like it sounds so painful. I'm just listening to this, and honestly, I'm reading it. And I'm like, I have been there. And you know, the more you know, the more you know. When you you you've already said it and spelled it out that this is not that you know how you don't deserve this. You, it's very clear. So girl, move on quick. Yeah. Please. No, this man is a narcissist, um, and, and addicted and he needs to figure that out for his life. So, okay. Um, Ooh, child, take me back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My soul. We got, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. All right. Moving on. Where are we? All right. So we're at the, I reminisce, I reminisce. I reminisce, I reminisce. Ooh. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the show. All of them are my favorite, but this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is your joint. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're taking this all the way to the West Coast. Back in 1992, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too loped out, G's going crazy. This is off of his uh, Dr. Dre's chronic album when he was still on the death row. Um, it sampled Leon Haywood, I Want to Do Something Freaky to You. And I actually just listened to the original song, and this was like the, the complete melody. 
<laughs> he, didn't, he didn't sample like a little beat or a loop or a drum mix. The whole damn thing. Whole thing. But you know, it was a dope song. It was a dope song back then. It was a dope song back in 1992. It's still a dope song now. So I still love it. Um, but it's so interesting when I go back and watch these videos um, and even listen to the lyrics of, of these songs back in the day, even the songs now, but really back in the day, because these songs, like, they created my whole, you know, adolescence. And the whole scene where they're out at the cookout and they, this girl is playing volleyball with her bikini top on, they pulled her shirt down. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Hmm. <laughs> now but back then they had a whole like gangster culture but the whole pimp culture back then man so a lot of their music a lot of their hip-hop music was kind of degrading to women but we still jam to it I still this jam is to very it. true you know I, i'm as you, you I, first of all this is like it's almost 30 years can you believe that yeah i can't i, I mm, wow so <laughs> i just remember hearing this because this was it, this was like at the beginning of, you know, I'm, I mean, I grew up on the East Coast. I, you know, grew up in New York. So hip hop to me, that's where it came from. So this was like when it like highlighted the West Coast. This was like the opening of the door when you heard like West Coast music and they had like a totally different style, the way they dressed, you know, the slick back hair, um, the pearls with the the braids it was just like totally new you know the the old english old <laughs> the old english bottles and i mean it was huh no y'all got some oe back there what? <laughs> it was just such a different vibe but i loved it and it was you know and the music was like real chill like this shit you could play and vacuum in the house and clean up your room and 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 I guess smoke weed. I don't know if I was smoking weed around that time, but um, probably. Um, but um, it no was just <laughs> But it was just such good vibe music. But you're right; it was very misogynistic, but in a very playlistic way. Right. In a way that we still was jamming to it. Pretty much. It <laughs> still But that's that's one of the hardest things with being a woman and being a, a, a lover of hip hop. It's like we constantly have to reconcile that whole relationship with being, you know, how misogynistic the, the lyrics are. But we love it at the same time. You know yeah. what I mean? It informed my childhood, informed my adolescence. It has formed my adulthood even to this day. I still listen to it all the time, you know? That's something. Yeah, I think we should do a show on that or like at least a, a special because that is, that's so real. Like as a, as a woman of hip hop, so to speak, um, I, you know, I don't know how do I how do I do because I love it. You know how you know how we how we bond over that hip hop. I love it like all of that face down, ass up, all of it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but anyway, so this my reminisce for this for this week. Um, Ain't nothing but a G thing by Dr. Dre. Okay, love it. All right, all right. So. We are now at the Support Black Businesses segment of the show uh, where we highlight a black business. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities and desire to build awareness of products and services made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to highlight Ancient Cosmetics. 
It is a vegan handmade, um, all black, all vegan, all handmade products, um, beauty products, and health health products. So you can find them at it's Ancient Cosmetics with a Z. So it's uh, a n c i e n t c o s m e t i c z dot com. So check them out because they um, have some really great products. Here you go. All right. All right. Well, damn it, man. We didn't come to the end. Is this the end? Not for Tank, it's not. All right. So. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast, or in the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. And premiering November 4th, catch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. So, now, who do we always shout out? Uh, but before we shout him out, what y'all mm-hmm. need to do right now is to go into your Google Play, your uh, iTunes store, and download Island TV. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. November 4th, that's when our, we're premiered. You have to download the app to see it. Anyway, so mm-hmm. every week we want to shout out Vegas World Inc. He is our super producer. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and liking us on social media. Until next week, take care, y'all. Take care, y'all.